Hello and welcome to Three Things, a sporadic podcast about movies in which I, Julian and my friend Tom watch a film and tell each other three things we liked or didn't about it and we don't yet know what each other thought. Hmm, and this time, I used to say this week, but this time uh, we watched um, Avengers Endgame. Would you like me to tell you what that film is about? Tell me all about it, please. Mm. Um, we, I will tell you all about it. We will tell everyone all about it. So obviously there will be spoilers from here on out because if you haven't seen it and there's no way you're listening to this, uh, it picks up at the end of um, Avengers Infinity War after the snap uh, and tells the story of what the Avengers do next um, in the aftermath of that mainly set five years after the last film. But then quite a lot of it set back in time through previous instalments in the Avengers franchise or Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. If you like to call it that. Um, you um, said the snap. I thought, I, the other day, I was so happy with myself because I thought of the word snapture. And I was so pleased with myself. I looked it up, but no. I was not the first person to think of that. It's quite, quite uh, a long way. Of course, way. the snapshot, yes, yes. Okay, well, that is... Anyway, we thought it was significant enough, a cinematic event, uh, that if they could get all of them back together, then we could get back together to do it. And yeah. um, to, Where the hell have to, we been? To, well, I've been... I don't know. I was just going to say that to acknowledge this, the significance of this, I'm also having a whiskey like what we used to. Yeah, me too. I'm having what? a 12-year-old hibiki, and I've recently clean, cleared out my whiskey shelf and put a few, l- littered a few of the bottles around my, around the house so that I just drink them a bit more. <laughs> nice one. I'm Ooh. drinking this new one I've got. It's called Naked Grouse, which is... Mm-hmm. Do you know um, Wild Grouse? Is it Wild Grouse? Famous Grouse? Famous Grouse. Yes, that's it. Yes, it's a I huge do. Yes, a I have been to one. a supermarket. Yes, this is like their little their offshoot from. thing where they've sort of made a cool bottle and taken all the labelling off it and it's called Naked Grouse and it's really good. Cool. Into that. Mine is also nice. Yes. Good. Have you got any facts for me about this film? I've got three facts. I've also got a small problem in that I wrote all my notes down mm-hmm. um, on my iPad and then mm-hmm. earlier on I came upstairs and my daughter, Jennifer, you've met her, mm-hmm. um, Wow. She was playing on my playing on my iPad, and she, somehow she'd selected all the text <laughs> and then overwritten it. So much so that even the undo wouldn't go back far enough for me to bring, bring back my. Uh, that is impressive. So I've got no notes, but I did write it all out once. So I'm assuming so I just remember, remember it. it. Yeah. By the way, I have I have obviously met your daughter, but I was listening to a podcast earlier, uh, and they referred to people who aren't on the podcast. Um, as a friend of the show, so I think <laughs> yeah. I think we should refer to your daughter as a friend of the show. Friend of the show, Jennifer, aged mm-hmm. three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. First fact. Mm. This film has done some numbers, Tom. Some big ones. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it smashed the re- absolutely smashed the record for the biggest mm-hmm. opening in movie history. This has made one point two billion dollars worldwide in the first weekend. Yeah. That's quite um, impressive, that isn't it? It's I, very impressive. Um, it includes I went, China, which somehow includes, which is like a five-day weekend or something. But don't really understand that. Uh, um, I don't know. I thought, well, it, it, I don't know. It just must have opened there on Wednesday, I guess. Who knows? Yeah, which um, it did over here as well, didn't it? Like technically Thursday. Um, but you could see it like midnight, obviously from yeah. m- one minute past. Um, in, yes, in, in, I go on. Oh well, just on that. I so I just went. I saw it at the O2 in London, 
Mm-hmm. I counted when I booked the tickets. Um, they had over 30 screenings uh, a day through this weekend. Um, and when I got there, uh, as you may have seen on my hilarious Instagram story, um, they'd had to take a, <laughs> a corner of the foyer, usually that is empty or safe for promotional materials, and just rope off, I would say, probably about 60 large bags of popcorn, just because of how much they were clearly going to get through. Um, yeah over this period so it is um it is quite astonishing uh (laughs) but yes i thought at the start this year that maybe somehow the lion king would be the biggest film of the year there's no way um no i i cannot not even close me i don't uh, oh yeah i wonder how long i wonder if it can ever be beaten (laughs) the record the the record was set last year by infinity war and that was Mm -hmm. 560 million so Mm -hmm. this has almost doubled that well, it has doubled it, hasn't it? Um, uh, wow. And it makes the Russo brothers the first directors in history to have three billion dollar movies. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's fact one. That's fact impressive. two, mm-hmm. um, someone had some tickets to the IMAX screening in New Jersey, in America, yep. um, for opening night, and they sold mm-hmm. them on eBay for 15 grand dollars. What? Yep. <laughs> How much would you pay to watch this? Like opening night IMAX, nice seats probably. Probably recline. Twenty quid. Yeah, I'd go like twenty-five maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, outrageous. Um, so my third fact was mm-hmm. all about. Um, I was a little competi- little little um, quiz to test you to see if you knew who was in the most films. Um, all right, okay. Now I've got to remember all these numbers, which I haven't got written down. So there's 22 films. Who do you think yeah. was in the most films? Um, and well, how many of the, them? The first name that came to mind, assuming it's including post-credit. Oh, stuff. this doesn't include um, uncredited cameos. This is just like proper cast members. Oh, okay. So well, the first name was going to come, that came to mind was Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, that's good. I, I thought I was going to throw you on that one. Yeah, he's joint top with nine, with Is someone it? else. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, given that he was, he's had three of his own films, that he was in Spider-Man and four Avengers films and Civil War, Iron Man must be in nine yes, films. Yes, that's right. Yeah, Iron Man was um, also nine. Okay. Um, who, came, who comes off that? Well, Captain America did eight yeah. Although technically, if you count the un- the uncredited cameos, he's done eleven, which is the most. But yes, he's <laughs> very. I can't remember which film it is. He, he has the very funny cameos where he sits yeah, down in, on the. He's in Thor the, Ragnarok. Is the is, yeah, maybe yeah. it is that. But anyway, uh, cool. Okay. Thor has got seven. Surprisingly, War Machine, probably because of Iron Man, he's he mm-hmm. jogged in at number seven, <laughs> and um, the next ones were. Uh, winter with a winter soldier Bucky yeah. is that Bucky yeah Bucky I'm going to have to apologise up front for my ignorance on these films mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not great on it um, Black Widow was six and then it was like Hulk and I think Loki's yeah, in quite cool. a few but yeah, yeah that was that um, I did quite well there I think you did quite well yeah, I thought I was going to throw you on the Nick Fury thing but you did well, not well you didn't yeah so let's do it let's get into our facts give me your first one Okay, uh, my first thing is a like. Mm-hmm. I've said this before, I'll say it again. Uh, I like Back to the Future 2. 
Um, and obviously there, that's a, that's a clever wink uh, to the fact that I liked the structure of this film's story. So after the first half an hour, 45 minutes, I genuinely turned to somebody else who I was with, a friend of the show, and said, I've no idea where this is going to go from here. Uh-huh, yeah, um, yeah. And whilst I, after, you know, they chopped his head off and, and all that. Um, they and didn't whilst, hang about, did they? His head came off no. early doors. Uh, and I thought, you know, is this going to just totally um, fake us out and it will become a totally new story about something else for quite a while or something like that? And um, yeah. when it then became clear that it was going to be a time travel thing, I did initial, my initial reaction to that was, ah, oh, that's a little bit lame. Um, because obviously uh, time travel can be good and fun or it can also just get be a really easy get out of a, of a difficult narrative setup. But... Um, the way that they used it to turn it into a kind of a greatest hits yeah. of the whole series yeah. was really, really clever. And I can't, I can't imagine a more fitting uh, film or series to do that in. So yeah. the fact that it, um, yeah, it came with greatest hits. It had, you know, stuff like um, the fantastic gag of having Captain America annoying himself with his Captain Americaness <laughs> was brilliant. The way I could it do fl- this all day, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Or something like that. <laughs> um, the flipping the lift scene from um, that was great. Winter Soldier on its head. Uh, from sat there behind a rock watching Star Lord dancing and taking the piss out of him. And the, yeah. you know, you first they're thinking, are they just showing you the same shots from the previous, from when they originally shot this? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then the other, the way they integrate that footage and stuff like that, I'd be really interested in how they did that. Um, let them play with so many of the characters' uh, backstories, all that stuff, really, really clever. Um, but I also thought um, that it let them... I was impressed that it got in some really efficient uh, bits of writing. So it's obviously... It's a really long film. And I'll be honest, it was a little bit too long for me. I was entertained the whole way through, but I was kind of itching for it to get going in in, in a couple of scenes. Um, uh-huh. But that's because I'm not you know, fully committed to these and don't know them like the back of my hand. Yeah. Um, so that I'm sure you know there's there's a couple of bits I've already had pointed out to me since I've seen it where I'm like oh, okay, I didn't realise that's what that one comment meant and so there'll be plenty of stuff like that I miss, um, but I thought just some of the writing was really efficient like they had the sequence with Thor and his mum played by Renee Russo yeah and that's a nice scene for him like it feels like an emotional payoff for him but actually in 30 seconds of dialogue they set up the fact that to wield Thor's hammer or remind you you need to be worthy which obviously becomes really important later on and then they also set up Thor's own ending of why he chooses to do what he does right at the end of this film and you know to get all of that into um into the running time whilst never feeling like it's just a series of setups and payoffs yeah uh is i thought incredible so um yeah so yeah that and it's an obvious one uh yeah it's but, kind of my um, first one as well but the way the film was structured <clears throat> to to make the best of um of the series to date i guess yeah it yeah my my first is alike as well and i'd agree with all that is um we i mean we're very lucky to have uh, a film at the end of a series well, it's the, I mean, it's the end of this phase, isn't mm-hmm. it? Not the end of the series. <clears throat> but we're very lucky to have a film this good at the end of this. Because, yeah. you know, their quality has wavered over the years. But they've definitely, you know, pulled it out of the hat. Um, it, my first one is, it, like you, it's like it's a trip down memory lane, isn't it, basically? I mean, yeah. It's nice to see the characters reminisce with their old um, exploits. Mm-hmm. Um, and the time travel thing, I mean, we need to talk about 
the time travel in this film because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem to be based around anything. I mean, they 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 say, disc, you know, they say, oh, discount time travel as you know it in all the all the films like Back to the Future and all the other things they reference, Bill and Ted's yeah. up time machine. That's not how time travel works. Well, only you're only saying that because it doesn't fit with the story you want to. Well, yeah, to yeah, watch. obviously. Because you can't go back and change the past and it not affect the future. You just can't. Well, that's what they. I mean, there was a very quick bit of dialogue where they explained that, and it was too fast for me to get it. But I was happy with that. I mean, like you, um, you can you can do it one way or the other, I guess. And the way they set it up in this film is that there's no way to affect it, but you can borrow from it to to your current presence advantage. And uh, uh, yes, it makes as, as, no sense. As flimsy as and that is, I'm okay is, with it. I'm okay with it because I enjoyed it, but it doesn't make any sense. And but it also the, the sidesteps real... cliches as well. So you're not there going, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is the bit where they'll do that thing I've seen in that other film. That's... So I like that. They could have had a photograph that faded away. Yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. um, the, the, when I was watching it, because I thought the, way, the ballsy way to do this film would have been for Tony Stark to have to make the decision over his daughter's life and bringing back half of the universe. That should mm -hmm. have been the decision he had to make. That would have been an interesting thing, wouldn't it, don't you think? And I assumed that was what the decision he would have to make would be because if he changes the past, then his daughter wouldn't exist. Uh, yeah, but he made that clear at the start. They they had that, yeah, they fixed that with a line yeah. of dialogue to say didn't, we're not like we're not going down that road. Yeah. Um, but uh, I did enjoy all the stuff with them going back. It was great, and they, they were interacting with their old selves. Um, I think it does take slightly away from the next time you watch those films and those scenes in particular. You'll now be thinking about the time in the future when they come back to mm -hmm. the past, and. Uh, do you I think know, that takes? I I was thinking takes I was away thinking, a little bit. Maybe they could I, do a little bit of post stuff. <laughs> maybe put maybe put Tony in the background. George like, Lucas them into the background. Yeah. Um, George, I was you. thinking that next time I saw those scenes, that I would enjoy thinking. Oh yeah, you will. Uh, you will. Yeah, I know you that will. this other stuff's going on. Um, um, I'm going to go straight into my second one now. Okay. Um, my second one is Fat Thor. <laughs> I great. this is a like yes it's a like um, just just great comedy um, mm -hmm. you have to clear this up for me where where are they Asgard is that Asgard on another planet where they are uh, no, so Asgard is Asgard is yeah Asgard is destroyed at the end of Thor Ragnarok so they are uh, on the other planet it just looks like Norway no that they they're in Norway we were talking about this I think they're in Scotland so the sign says old as no new Asgard twinned with and then a name of something that sounds Norwayish but that I assumed was something to do with Asgard. Um but there's a bottle of iron brew in the background of the uh <laughs> okay. of the shop when he's in the house and he's eating a bag of licorice all sorts. So I thought he I, was drinking Innocent Gun as well in that. He shop. was. He was. Was, he? was that Innocent yeah. Gun? Bloody yes. Hell. So I think it's in Scotland. Um, well, it could, could well be. I, I was thinking it was Asgard, the other planet, and it had mm -hmm. blown up. And I was wondering how the hell they got a Land Rover on Asgard <laughs> because <laughs> the Hulk. Well, you know, one perfect shot. That shot of Hulk coming into that town on the back of the on the back yeah. of the Land Rover is yeah. is one perfect shot. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's really good. That whole the whole scene in his house is great when they're playing Fortnite. Um, mm -hmm. And I was I was assuming because they made him fat. I was assuming the whole way through that. 
they're going to have to make him gorgeous again at some point because yeah, but they just don't. They just don't. They just stick with it. It's brilliant. There's even a bit where they could have, where he has this sort of transformation and his beard sort of braids itself, doesn't it? Yeah, I thought that was was their chance to make him all buff again, but they didn't even. But they didn't. Um, His mum told him to eat a salad, which I loved. Um, Yes, (laughs) but uh, they've got a real boner for that bloody crap Thor film, haven't they? What's it called? The Dark World. (laughs) So that's the only one that I've not seen. You've not seen the dark world. I mean, it's widely regarded as the worst film. In as this the worst of all these, yeah. And they keep um, going back to that whole. I mean, if you were going to watch one film to explain the whole end game of this, that would be the one to watch. But they do, um, <laughs> they do a pretty good job. And actually, I think this is a thing for the whole of it. Actually, it goes back to what I was saying about like how efficiently written and stuff it is. It doesn't matter that I've not seen that film because they managed no. to get enough information into this yeah. that I understood what was going on without having seen it. I was surprised to see um, Natalie Portman because I thought they'd, I thought they'd fallen out. Maybe it's just I, I, I think it was over money that she wasn't in subsequent films. But so maybe it wasn't a falling out as such. They just yeah, kind of she's agreed. in it briefly. I mean, the footage they used could have been, you know, cutting room floor stuff from a previous film. <laughs> yeah, true. I, I did think that they made they seem to have made... She was at the made, premiere, though, so maybe... She... Um, all right, they seem to have made Gwyneth Paltrow's life pretty easy. Like, she wasn't in most of the um, scenes in, in the house with Tony at the start, and then most of the rest she was either in a helmet or in a, in a bodysuit. Like, she could well <laughs> have been... She could have filmed that in, all in front of a green screen while still yeah. generating content for Goop. We, um, dis- we probably need to discuss Gwyneth Paltrow in a... Iron Man costume as well. She's done that before, right? It's in one of the um, yeah, yeah. Well, she flies around a lot at the end of Iron Man three. Um, <laughs> do you have something against Gwyneth Paltrow? Or? I mean, no, but I mean, I don't know. It just, I don't know. It just it, it annoys me slightly that someone who's got she. Another thing I need to talk about. I'll talk about it in a minute. Carry on. Go, okay. go on with okay. your next thing. Uh, so my second is alike. Um, and it's basically the last battle, but uh-huh. it's something specific about that last battle. So, um, I, you know, a lot of these films you kind of criticise, or I have criticised in the past for being, you know, just overdone CGI and there's a big laser in the sky or something, and it's all, oh, who cares? Um, the last battle in this is amazingly well set up. Uh, you know exactly what everybody wants to do. You know exactly who and where everyone is. Everyone's getting their moments, but it doesn't feel like cutting from people for, you know, for yeah. let's get this cast member's moment. It feels like a fluid, gen- generally um, natural action sequences. But the main thing about it is that, uh, in a similar way to the one at the end of Infinity War, but just even bigger. Like, can you imagine what it's like seeing this if? you have grown up loving these stories and these comics yeah. and um, and thinking you'd never see this stuff on screen. Yeah. And it's not necessarily the scope of it, uh, sorry, the, you know, the, the, the amount of CGI or any of that kind of stuff. It's that um, to finally realise that kind of thing, but for you to care about it all and know who everybody is yeah, yeah. and why they're there and what they're doing is it like um, I saw today that um, Warner Brothers are going to re-release the four you know Tim Burton and then Joel Schumacher Batman films into cinemas this summer so you'll be able to go and see Batman and Robin in the cinema um, <laughs> and Batman Forever and Batman and Robin were kind of the first time I think that you know it, it became obvious that 
uh, chucking a load of characters, a load more baddies or what have you, into uh, into a film made it kind of shit. Uh, and they were still making that mistake right through to like Spider-Man Three, and to be honest, everything that that DC guys are still doing, yeah. you know, they're, they're cramming all this stuff in because they feel they have to. Whereas this, there's whether it's that last battle sequence or the scene at the funeral at the end, you're panning across all of these people. You know, the more you care about them, all you know where why why they're there and all of that kind of stuff. And they don't bog the film down. They make the film better by the sheer number of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you compare that to the Batman and Robin or the Spider-Man 3 um, mode of doing this. Uh, it's a phenomenal achievement, I think. It is, the, you're right. Yeah. Over the 10 years, or ten, slightly 10 plus years now, isn't it? Uh-huh. Um, to have brought all this together. And it will, we said it before, but it'd be fascinating to see a proper explanation of how much was known about what direction, what was going in and when. Have they just done a fantastic job over the last few years of tying all these threads back together or were they all intended from day one and all of that kind of stuff? Um, yeah. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, so I'd agree. That. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they, they've brought it home really well. We're lucky, mm-hmm. very lucky. I said it earlier. Um, yeah, I agree. My third one is is a dislike Boo. Boo. But it's kind of a few things I'm going to amalgamate into one thing. And it's just like all these like small disappointments I had in this film. And this is more... I think I understand this is more my problem than the average viewer's <laughs> Yeah, OK. But for a start, right. Um, Black Widow and Nightjar. What's his name? Hawkeye. Arrow Hawkeye. Man. Yeah. Um, why have I called him Nightjar? Um, neither, these pe- neither of these people are superheroes, right? They don't have any superpower. What do they do? She's got a pistol. At one point, she points a pistol at Thanos in this film, <laughs> which, compared to all the shit he takes later on in the film, it's like <laughs> it's like a gnat bite to him being shot by a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then Hawkeye, he's got arrows. Don't choose arrows, mate. How long does it take to draw an arrow? Pull. He's getting into swords now. Honestly, right? mate, get a gun. It's way quicker. Um, anyway, I don't care about either of these characters. And then there's this whole scene about who's going to chuck who, who's going to jump over the cliff. Mm-hmm. Couldn't care. Didn't care. It should have been him, not her, because... Well, he, he thought that the, too. There's so few female characters in this film. <laughs> killing, killing I thought off, I read maybe that she was going to get her own film as well. Oh, well, she has. But... She's, still, she's got one coming up. Yeah. Um, so that was uh, I didn't like that so much and then Cat Cat picks up the hammer which is an amazing moment and it got mm-hmm. gasps in the cinema like like audible gasps yeah do you get do you get that in yours uh, yeah I that was one of the main moments where I thought I wish I was seeing this opening night with with the right crowd because there were yeah. a few moments which would have this guy behind me to- goes no um so that was like you know goosebumps and then but then he wields it and he hits thanos loads of times with it like horribly and he's hitting Mm -hmm. him and there's lightning it does absolutely nothing you might as well be hitting him with a fucking baguette it doesn't do Mm -hmm. anything so it just does belittles the whole idea of him having this massive hammer i'll tell you who did this well was when when ray picked up the the lightsaber in star wars Uh and kicked ass with it that was that was what he should have done when he wielded that hammer he should have kicked the living shit out of everything around him um, and he didn't and then the other thing disappointed me what was the other thing oh yeah um, 
Cap- Captain America hands the shield over at the end, doesn't he, to that guy? Mm-hmm. If if we'd stopped the film then, I honestly couldn't have told you what that guy's name was that he handed the shield over to. Do you know what he is? What's his name? Yeah, he's the the Falcon or the Falcon, right? Uh, and he's going to have a, he's so going to have did, a TV series with the Winter Soldier, right? Uh, why did he get the shield and not Bucky? Bucky was surely the most obvious choice to become Captain America. So in the Bucky's his boy. Bucky is his boy, and in the in the. In, in the traditional version of this story, he does become Captain America. Well, in, the, in the comics? Uh, yeah. But um, but now we've got Captain African America, which is me trying to be clever, but is um, <laughs> was, I thought, amazing. And the amount of people that that's going to piss off um, in terms of, you know, uh, narrow-minded American dickheads. Yeah, yeah. uh, and apparently there's a nod, so you're wrong, there's a little nod there where he turns around and he looks back at Bucky and he kind of nods back to him as if to say, yeah, I know this is meant to be me, but it's you. Um, I really like that scene. But um, in fact, two of the things you've mentioned are going to be in my next thing. Uh, but have you got anything else to moan about before then? Uh, I could moan about a few more things. I could moan about Captain Marvel and just what the fuck's going on there. I mean... She's as you called her in the week to me. She's O P A F. Yeah, she in is. her film, she can't even punch out Thanos in a straight fight. I mean, it's ridiculous. I thought they did it. So I mean, I think I think you're just a grumpy old man. But I th- I thought they did a really good job of balancing all that kind of stuff. It is an incredibly difficult task to bring all that stuff together. But I thought things like she was kicking his ass, and then the, the way that he managed to knock her back was that he grabbed the I think the power Power, stone um, and used that to to fight her back I thought was was very well done Um, I I don't know what he's made of I watched Captain Marvel in the week and the amount of power that she exhibited at the end of that film she could take out all that lot pretty easily agreed didn't even take his fingers it was a um, (laughs) it was it was a they covered it with her saying Oh, there's lots of other places, and you won't yeah, see me for a while. I can't stay. Apparently, she, um, <laughs> that, that was all filmed before Captain Marvel, which is why she got short. Oh, really? Yeah, her hair grew. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. Um, I thought she looked better with uh, that hair, but um, I thought, anyway, I prefer the long hair. Okay, what's your third thing? Um, so my thing, I was going to say, my third thing's alike. Um, and I've called it the permanence of death, but um. You <laughs> always moan about inconsequential fights in these in these things, and obviously, when they yeah. killed as many as they did at the end of uh, the last one, they they wrote themselves into a corner, or they you know they showed their hand early. That you knew there was absolutely no way that Spider Man and Black Panther and etc yes. etc were yeah. all going to be gone. So you knew they were coming back. But I thought that they basically managed to not undermine themselves even when they hit hit reset so Gamora doesn't get an easy out you know another version of her appears in this film but in the last scene scene, uh, Star-Lord is is searching for her so she's not you know she doesn't just get to hang around because she's one of the people that we like Um, Uh she within this timeline or reality has gone I found the Black Widow um, Hawkeye uh, bit quite touching I don't know why um, because I've I've 
I even went through a summary of all the characters that I shared shared with you earlier this this week, and I was like, yeah. Black Widow, yeah, she's nothing. But um, I just thought the scene was good. I thought thought they did it well. Um, yeah, so it was a good I like scene. that. Yeah, just like seeing, I just don't uh, care about either of them. But the main thing is that why are they even all, Avengers? They don't do anything. Um, we all thought going into it that um, the Iron Man or Captain America were going to die. Yes, I did as well. Those were the two big rumours. And I thought the um, the way that they handled those two uh, so that you didn't have the same kind of beat twice. Like, as soon as, as Cap picked up the hammer... I started hearing intakes of breath around me because I thought, right, he's going to go mad. It's going to look like he's just about to have done it and then Thanos will break his neck. And like that would have been predictable. It would have been a cool way to go out, but or what have you. But they managed to have really s- significant death for Iron Man that brings it all to a close back from that first film. Um, but a completely different take on writing... Uh, Chris Evans out of the series, and whilst I think you know, given the way they showed him living his life, you know, you could you could argue that he he could turn up to give a bit of advice to somebody at so, at some point somehow in in one of the other films. They've basically kind of gone, no, he's he's gone, but without it just being another tearful death. So I thought that was really good. I thought they they, they juggled the way that people have come in and out of the story uh, really well. Um, and then at the same time, when everybody came back uh, for the for the last battle, I genuinely had tears in my eyes, and I did quite a few times throughout this film, mainly in a kind of "Oh my god, that's awesome!" rather than a yeah. "This is very sad" bit. Yeah. Um, I'd, forgotten, I did... I'd forgotten that they were going to come back because the cl- the finger click happens, and then Thanos bombs the hell out of that building, doesn't he? Yeah. And then that, that this whole time, I've forgotten that oh, everyone's back, you know, because we don't see them obviously, and then they reappear. I was like, oh yeah, cool. Um, I genuinely, I genuinely found the whole thing overwhelming. Like, uh, the, once it, the the mixture of emotional bits and, um, absolutely sort of kick-ass heroic bits, and then just the general feeling of I'm watching something that's been really well, well made, that's really high quality, like all those things together. I came out of it and I had like I had a massive lump in my throat, um, <laughs> which I wasn't, I really wasn't expecting. Yeah, that's um, good. That's so nice. I thought it was, I thought it was fabulous. I can't quite work out where I think it would go in the ranking of I was gonna all ask of you, these. Yeah. Where does it sit? Um, I don't think it's better than Infinity War. That's, so that's a, that's the general goodie. consensus seems to be that it is, and I watched that yesterday, um, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, I thought this was going to be a bit more fun, and whilst there's lots of fun in it, there was also quite a lot of sadness still yeah. still within it. Um, I don't know. I think I'd right now. I'd say I liked it. I think I enjoyed it as much, but I admire it more than Infinity War um, but I still think that my favourite of these films would either be uh, Ragnarok or Winter Soldier but I'd have to go back and watch them again to know that for sure yeah I think it would be it would probably sit top five or maybe just outside it because mm-hmm. um, Guardians is good isn't it and uh, the first one yeah I definitely I, I, I think it's the best of the team up ones um, yeah but I think I I as a as a person tend to enjoy the smaller stories 
um, more, which is, I guess, a sign of how good this is, given that they got every yeah. single person into it. And Jesus <laughs> Christ, the cast! When you've got all all of the main cast, and then you you're, you're tucking in like a quick bit of Michelle Pfeiffer, a quick bit of Michael yeah. Douglas, Michael Douglas's voice. Robert voices, Redford just, just um, turns yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Michael Douglas's voice. I mean, his de aging looked great, but he sounded just like he used to. Um, and I loved that. That, yeah. was, that was really, really good. I was very impressed by that. We didn't. Um, this isn't what we're reviewing, but I watched Captain Marvel earlier in the week, and the de aging thing on Samuel L. Jackson that film is yeah. flawless. Absolutely flawless. Yeah, it's, it's also, got to an incredible, incredible level, hasn't it? Now the, the Hulk um, banner. Yeah. Also, the bulk. What would you call him? Bulk or. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good name, though. Um, um, is so well done. Amazingly well done. Yeah, mm. yeah. It really, really is. Close, you, close, close, close up to his face and his lips, and they're just perfectly. Uh, I mean, flick back done. to it's sixteen years, I think, since the Ang Lee Hulk, which right. I enjoyed. But that's the MCU the, one, isn't it? Yeah. No, the non MCU no. oh, one. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the one where. I genuinely can't even remember who played him. Oh, it's um, it's the guy Eric Banner. Eric Banner. Er- Eric um, Banner. Yeah, and um, and even people who liked that film had to admit that the CGI and him just just running around the scenery was yeah. was pretty crap. Um, to then be able to just get to have natural co- like that sequence in the diner when he's just sat there that's great uh, talking or, the, or when he hands the little taco to Ant-Man yeah <laughs> just little, you know, little moments of genuine very human humour yeah um, conveyed by something like that is phenomenal he's got smaller hasn't he over the years is that I think he's so, half yes. man half Hulk I don't I don't quite know because when they showed him in the New York battle he seemed a similar size I thought but maybe I'm wrong oh that was great that when, was, they, when they went back to New York funny. and he had to pretend to hit the car it makes you realise how good the casting has been through all of this stuff though Um, yeah uh, to have such distinct characters I mean there's a few that they've really nailed you know but I think all the it's hard to imagine any of the main cast we're drifting into rambling now but any of the main cast being played by anybody else but in particular Robert Downey Jr um uh why has my mind gone blank? Chris Evans, uh, Chris Hemsworth, and one other. I was going to say, my, oh, I don't know. Um, they're Hulk, good. Right? Uh, yeah, Mike Ruffalo um, yeah. are, are are absolutely fantastic and make those characters so distinct. Yes, yeah, it's been a good a good series. It it's been a be good sad. run. A lot of them have still got movies to go on their a contracts. Good little so, run. Like, well, so yeah, I um. As far as I'm aware, the only official official ones are Guardians Three and Spider Man Far From Home. We have both read that there's a Black Widow film, but I don't yeah. know if it's been I mean, announced. I don't think it has. The chances of there being a Black Panther two are pretty high. Pretty high. And yeah. uh, old Hulk's still got one to go on his contract as well, so he'll turn up again at some point. Good. It was a very good decision they made to put Thor on the spaceship with the Guardians. It was. I mean, he, that's he even scene, names the next film <laughs> as yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm there day one for that. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the um, best scenes in the whole film, isn't it? It is. I mean, yeah. I, I know that um, James Gunn came in to help write the equivalent scenes in Infinity War, and because of all the stuff that's been going on with him, I, I wonder if they didn't have the 
um, the luck to to get that done this time. And obviously there aren't as many scenes with all of the guardians, but um, uh, yes, that la- <laughs> that scene is really <laughs> uh, very very good. I was thinking there- earlier on. There's there's three massive franchises finishing this year. There's this yeah. Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and Star Wars. Yeah, all finishing in the same year, and they're all good mm-hmm. as well, aren't they? It's a phenomenal time that? to be alive and into that? this kind of stuff. It is. Isn't um, it? We. It's very sad <laughs> that we couldn't have gone out of the film today, out for dinner, and then back in for the Battle of Winterfell uh, on the big screen. <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that yeah, to get that, see this, and then that two nights on the trot because uh, I left yeah. it late to see Avengers is astonishing. And um, oh yeah, I, end of Star Wars. We'll we'll see. I. Uh, <laughs> Um, I can imagine yeah. an episode ten happening in our lifetimes. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not the end. The end, is it? Of course not. But yeah, um, but yeah, the... we'll, we'll meet up again in twenty years and review Zombie Avengers three, Captain <laughs> Digs Up Iron Man, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm. I'm in. I, yeah, I'm sure. I am sure that uh, Robert Downey Jr. will never appear in one of these films again. Are you? Uh, you, boy, you're a more cynical man. Than he's, I, you? he's unlikely to, hey? Don't you think? Yeah, but who knows? Yeah. Time travel. That's on Seems the table unlikely. now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's call it. Let's call it there. That's five. Five likes. I could have gone six, but you know, like stick in one dislike just because it seems to piss you off a bit. And yeah. And everyone yeah. listens. Um, yeah. I'm sure they'll have got their money's worth there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but yes, um, if you enjoyed listening to us talk about this, we don't know what we're going to see next. We know the next one we'll both see. see we'll def- we will definitely both see John Wick 3, and we will definitely both see Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Oh boy, yes. <laughs> um, so I think those are probably a reasonably safe bet. Yeah, for, let's um, not leave it six months until we do the next return. one. Eight. It's been six months. Has it? What was yeah. the last film we did? It was for... First man. Oh, blimey. Um, actually, uh, two people over the past few weeks asked me whether we'd stop doing this, and I said, yes. Um, so, <laughs> surprise. Um, let us know in the comments. Um, and in the if comments. You're, if, you're, if you're good, if you're well-behaved, then you might get another one of Send these. us a voicemail and tell us what you think about this. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. All right. We did, we did say it was sporadic. We say that every time. We did. We yeah. just lulled everyone into a false sense of security. <laughs> okay, right. Let's get out of this place and we'll see you next time. Nice talking to you. Maybe we'll bump into each other sometime again in the future. Or the past. <laughs>